For my third speech, I would like to give my take on the discussion on whether NCAA Division I athletes should be compensated. In the recent months, there has been an uproar of support for the compensation of student athletes, and I can say that I'm definitely all for it. But due to NCAA rules, student athletes are not paid because they are considered amateur athletes and paying them would make them professional. The National Collegiate Athletic Association, the nonprofit organization that administers student athletics, made over a billion dollars in revenue in 2017. Much of that money is returned to its members' schools, which use it to fund their sports programs, their coaches and administrators, as well as scholarships and supplementary academic assistance for student athletes, such as tutors. The athletes themselves are compensated only in financial aid and are forbidden to be paid in exchange for the use of their name, image, and likeness. I do have to say that I might be a little bit biased with my opinion, because like I've mentioned in my first speech, my best friend plays Division I basketball at the University of Tulsa, and she definitely, along the rest of her teammates and her other and the other athletes at her school are quote-unquote employees to the school. Their talent, their work, and majority of their time and energy is what brings in millions and millions of dollars for their university each year, with their athletes never seeing a penny. This is the case with all the D1 athletic programs across the nation, especially universities with major athletic teams such as UCLA, Duke, Notre Dame, and the University of Kentucky pulling in millions of dollars each year and season and beyond then. Some argue that athletes receive a free education, but many athletes, especially on the basketball and football court and on the football team, make a large amount of money for the school and spend much of their college life training. And despite the fact that they receive a full scholarship, there are costs that are not included in the scholarship. The scholarship covers most of the expenses, but some estimated that actual cost of living are about $1,500 more than covered. Since most will never actually play a sport professionally, they, they accumulate debt in the school. Another important factor is that many of the athletes come from poor, poor, from poor backgrounds. To add insult to injury, it is illegal to work a job during the year for athletes, which then creates a situation where the athletes are faced with a dilemma between taking money and accumulating debt. Two prime examples of this are A.J. Green and Terrell Pryor, both players sold memorabilia for relatively small amounts of money. Green was then dismissed for the first four games of the 2010 season and prior the first five games of the next year. Both come from poorer backgrounds, and they both bring in a ton of money into, into their respective universities, and yet we're desperate for the money. And at the end of the day, those student athletes are – and their universities claim to have education first. Athletes mainly care about their sports. Many athletes don't go to go, don't go to the university for education and do not graduate. So much of the scholarship is so most of the scholarship is useless to them. Many expect their careers to turn pro, and when life doesn't go that way, whether it's because of injuries or other circumstances, athletes should not have to then worry about financial strains if they have been compensated for their efforts in the first place. They should not be forced to accumulate debts in college while they were making school profits. Seeing as they're essentially workers, they should be paid as such. Another great example to mention is that of number one projected pick for the NBA 
for the WNBA draft, star player for the Oregon Ducks, and mentee to the late Kobe Bryant. Her name is Sabrina Ionescu. Nike recently manufactured and released a replica of Sabrina's jersey, which then sold out in a minute in a matter of hours. While this is a great step into the recognition of women's athletic programs, this seems completely unfair to Sabrina and all other athletes that are making money for companies like Nike and the universities that they play for with their jerseys and never see anything for it in return. Something to add to light. In, in recent news, Governor um, Gavin Newsom of California signed a law on allowing college students to strike endorsement deals, a move that could up and the business model of college sports that denies student athletes the ability to trade on their talent. The professional basketball stars LeBron James and Draymond Green have also have shown their support behind the law as a matter of economic justice for their amateur counterparts. California's law breaks this prohibition, allowing stu students to book sponsorships even with the help of agents but it would also challenge the system of amateurism that has governed college sports for decades. As of right now, California's changes aren't scheduled to take effect until 2023, leaving the NCAA enough time to challenge the law in court, which the organization has suggested violates interstate commerce clause of the Constitution. But if the law is upheld, the NCAA will have to decide whether to penalize the schools with fines, which may or may not be legally enforceable or even expel them. That is my take on why college athletes should be compensated.